Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hey! Hello, dance physical therapist. I'm here with Carmen Wirtz, a wonderful physical therapist who has agreed to come on and talk about her journey to becoming a dance physical therapist without having background as a dancer. Thank you, Carmen, so much for agreeing to come on. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's, I, I just hope that um, just because you haven't worked with dancers doesn't mean you can't uh, help them. So. Exactly. And I'm so stoked for you to come into this interview for me to scare you with my energy and then for you to give information and give people inspiration and know that it is still possible. So when Carmen dives in and I ask her questions, I just want to preface saying there is not one way to eat a Reese's. Okay. Although I do specifically think there is one way to eat a Reese's where you pop the hole in the center, you eat the center, then you eat the base of it, and then you put it on your teeth like top and bottom. (laughs) That's my journey. And you will have yours too with your Reese's. So Carmen, I would love to hear from you first with starting graduation and when in there, like how did the world and option of dance physical therapy start entering becoming even a possibility before you started learning and figuring out how to do it? Yeah. So um, I never was a dancer. Um, I wish I was. I think it has a lot of um, amazing qualities to teach people. But um, in high school, I did like pretty much every other sport. But um, I guess the closest thing to it was cheerleading. Um, But uh, what happened, how I was exposed to dance was when I was an undergrad, uh, I had, I was working as a PT tech because I wanted to go into physical therapy. And so uh, one of the physical therapists at the time was doing some, some like freelance stuff, I guess, with the Atlanta ballet. And so she had asked one of the other physical therapists at the clinic that I was working with if she wanted to help and then asked if I wanted to as well, which I was like this lowly undergrad PT tech. And I was like, well, uh, yeah, I mean, they're incredible athletes who wouldn't want to, to work with these um, That's type of athletes. Profile too, high level. What a, what a yeah. way to get in there. So they uh, were doing an injury um, prevention uh, with a at a summer intensive, which at the time I didn't even know what a summer intensive was, but I was like, injury prevention, that's up my alley, sure. So we did some like diaphragmatic breathing and some TheraBand things and just all these different uh, dance specific things. 
And I just saw how incredible um, these were. And, you know, go, you know, my hope was to be a physical therapist and, you know, we're movement specialists. So I was just in awe at how difficult the movements they were doing, but how easy they made them look, which is what makes them great. And so I did start with more of the company members uh, type of, um, I guess, tier. But when, so that was my first exposure to dancing. And I was like, wow, this is pretty incredible. And then as I started learning more before I went into PT school, I realized that there was this like void that there wasn't this specialty, you know, they have all these specialties for football players and baseball players and basketball players. And I just never really heard anything about dancers. You know, I also have come to realize that dance has is more of like a performing arts. And then so that opens it to musicians and, you know, Cirque du Soleil or, you know, all these different facets. Um, but um, do you, you want me to continue about like T school kind of realm? Yeah, go for it. Just yeah, I, I'm. I just love it. Just yeah. So please do share about PT school and how that continued to grow for you. So uh, when I went into PT school, uh, I went to Emory University in Atlanta, and there uh, was some electives at the time that included yoga for um, rehab and um, there was a Pilates based elective as well that I took because I knew that I wanted to kind of pursue that. Um, so and then one of the rotations, I was luckily lucky enough to work with uh, a therapist, Liz Chisarek. So she's amazing mm -hmm. and very patient. And um, she was she knew that I wanted to learn more, but I just didn't know enough. And so she helped me learn more from the physical therapy student uh, aspect. And so that was uh, an incredible opportunity and kind of opened up my mind a little bit more from like a physical therapist. Standpoint. And then I was working in that Oh, looks like we're cutting out just a little bit in this interview. We're going to give Carmen's connection a second to pop back in. This sometimes happens with these interviews. It's not a big deal. What I want to just point out as we're figuring this out, the, the connection is already you're hearing these opportunities and doors open up for Carmen as she has still no dance background. And then she starts finding people who support her on her journey. This isn't always the case. I've talked to people who have had dance backgrounds that didn't get that kind of support. But just know that support does exist out there. So keep seeking it. If you have that desire to investigate more how to treat dancers, this is still for you, even if there is somebody who's not so nice who says otherwise. Don't let those things stop you. I'm going to, oh, looks like she popped off. That's okay. I'm going to talk a little bit more while she figures that out on her end on how I have worked with some people who have wanted to work with dancers and they don't have that dance background. Now, oh gosh, I, I we don't ask this of surgeons. We don't ask this of anybody in the medical field, but for some reason it comes up within physical therapy 
Are you a dancer? Do you have that background? And that's just not how it needs to be. Why are we creating these rules? I, I think that I say that's harsh, but I really do believe in is when we are and we've had the background as a dancer and then we're going into PT school and we're not pursuing that career of as being a dancer, we should all be taking humble pie. We should all be eating a piece of humble pie because we are not pursuing it, pursuing it. Therefore, we've already failed. Why would we sit there and create a new elitist world where we already didn't survive the initial elitist world of dance in which it's very hard to get to that level, get into the companies and all that stuff and live that life. Oh, very difficult. Why are we cre creating that wheel? When it comes to dance PT or when it comes to any type of specialization, we just got to learn it. That's it. We just got to learn it. We need to find it. All the information really connects from the beginning all the way to the end. If you're getting little bits and pieces, it's going to confuse you and you're going to feel unfulfilled. So always make sure you're that education. You are getting exactly what you need. Yay. Carmen is able to pop back on. Not a big deal. I just started to talk about how people do not need to be limited in regards to them not having that dance background. I was just diving in. All right, Carmen, where you were at at that point was the opportunity that you got as a student and you got to work with Liz, which I love that shout out so much. <laughs> so from there, what was your next step when you were graduating everything? Because when you graduate, there's not that many dance PT jobs, everything. So what did you do? Well, I was hoping to get a job um, in that same group that uh, she was in at the time uh, where, uh, where Liz was, because I had already had some networking there just in the sports realm in general. But then my husband got a job promotion. And so we had always agreed that I would travel with him if he got a job. So uh, it moved us to Nashville, which uh, is an exciting place. Yes. Yeah, and, that was a lot of fun. I didn't get to explore yeah. it enough. I feel like I needed time to go into every bar to hear every single magnificent singer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, well, we were only there for about a year. And um, I was studying for my boards at the time. And so I actually was only working there for one year in which I was a new PT. So I was just trying to, like, make sure that I was, you know, being a good PT and not really didn't get a chance to dive into the dance realm at that time. And then sure enough, my husband gets another job promotion. So uh, moved us to uh, Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, so I was excited. Love it. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we kind of just started off. I was looking at um, like a sports clinic type realm again. And when I started investigating, I was like, well, okay, let me start to see if there's anybody who's already kind of established in the dance realm here. And as I was asking around, to all, like, you know, I had no, I didn't know anybody, didn't know um, any athletes or anything. Um, and went around, just Googled some studios and tried to reach out and um, was just letting them know that I was a physical therapist. Could I meet them? Did they know of anybody who worked with dancers? And the answer was no, like we don't work anybody with anybody. I don't know of anyone. The closest person I know is in Cincinnati, which is an hour and a half away, or Louisville, which is an hour and a half away. And I was like, well, that's not really realistic for a lot of dancers, especially if you have if you have to go more than once a week. And so I just started 
kind of, you know, letting them know that, hey, I'm doing some free screenings or, you know, can I come to the studio? And uh, really, I think what made me um, have a better understanding was I asked one of the athletic trainers who works for the Cincinnati Ballet um, if I if she wouldn't mind if I just observed her doing um, a point screening for one of the studios. And um, I was humble enough for her to say yes. And I was like, you know, this is, I mean, I'm kind of encroaching on her territory. I, you know, I was like, you know, I'm not planning on, you know, taking over the screening for the studio. I just didn't, I just want to learn more. And I've heard a lot of good things about you. And she was on um, iAdams as well, which I had, you know, joined. Um, and so she was super nice and let me hang out with her. And she had this form that she had made, let me take that with me and just very sincere. And, you know, just, you know, she wanted, you know, to support me if I was wanting to learn more about dancers, you know, and it wasn't a competitive thing at all, which I was very grateful for. Absolutely. And so I, I think that's kind of how I was like, all right, well, I sort of have some sort of, um, you know, normative data that she's come up with and with research based and kind of looked on my own as well and created my own screen template and um, kind of went around to the studios again and just kept, you know, hey, I'm here. Like, can I come watch a class? And, you know, just to learn more and just kind of got into it that way. And then, you know, I've kind of now have more annual screenings and, um, I've donated like the company that I work for has agreed to donate Theraband to some of the studios to kind of help them, especially during COVID, because that's an issue for some people just not having access. And Absolutely. so just, I mean, I do annual screenings and um, we, uh, the company was lucky that I work for now. Um, I felt like a reformer was very helpful in these dancers. And so they provided that for me to assist with them as well. So that's, that's nice. Cool. Here you go. I know. <laughs> and I have like a, a mirror, uh, a wall of mirrors, and it's just, it's really nice. So I just am excited. Um, I always get excited when I get a dancer. So still am. <laughs> I love it. That's so cool. I love how you work to open the door. And I, I was talking with Carmen before coming on. Getting in the door and creating that relationship with the dancer is not always so easy. So don't get discouraged as you're doing things and taking action too easily. It's not gonna happen overnight and patience, 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 especially if it's new to the area or new to that studio or whatever, it might take some convincing, some relationship building for that to grow where you get more trust and they buy you a reformer. <laughs> and I wanna point out when Carmen and I just connected, what was it like last week? We've connected a little bit before, but when we actually connected a lot more, I I had approached you and I said, hey, would you be down to do an interview? And and Carmen's reaction is, mm, I don't know. I just don't have a background. I had to self-teach and everything. So I, and I, 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 I'm not good enough. Then she listed all the things that she's doing that she just shared. And I said, oh my God, I need to interview you. Look at what you're doing. You're incredible. So oh, know that somebody as, as amazing and inspirational as Carmen even does get self-doubt at times too, at, at times as well. So we just need to constantly be supportive even if the person seems higher up on the chain, give love, always give love and support and be, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Encouragement. There's someone who doesn't take that encouragement well and is a little bit rude. Eh, they're not, not nice. Um, <laughs> I just yeah. They're not about sharing the love and the love that you have to give back and vice versa. It's fine. 
I love it. I would love any last bit, just a quick little interview, any last pieces of advice you have for anyone who is looking to pursue dance PT and has zero background as a dancer? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just immerse yourself in the terminology and just try to um, use the dancer terms and understand. And I know my limits, you know, if it's uh, a certain combination, I, I am like, uh, can you just show me? I'm just having an uh, under, you know, difficulty understanding. And I, you know, I've, I've never pretended to be a dancer. I've always made that known with my patients and the parents. Um, but um, they do appreciate the um, the like I, I will go out and I will look at research of like, OK, what about a fondue? Like I didn't know what a fondue it was at one point. And so I just looked it up and um, was like, OK, well, I know, you know, this exercise is kind of similar to that or, you know, some TheraBand. How can I incorporate it? And so, you know, it's cool because you get to be creative and the dancers just want to get back to doing what they love. And so they appreciate anything that's remotely close to being that. So I think just um, if you don't know it, then look it up just like anything else. And, um, you know, don't fake it, but uh, just say, hold on or look it up or just say, can you show me? And then you have an idea. You're a movement specialist if you're a physical therapist and can kind of learn from from that, I think. I love that. It's always that just have that curiosity to learn, find out the info to help them. That's all they care about. I've heard that time and time again from my own patients when they've talked to some of my students. So that is great words. Wise words said by the words. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people, if they want to connect with you, contact you via social media or email? What's best for you? Yeah, um, I'm on Facebook, so you can always message me. Uh, it's um, Carmen Wirtz, um, or if you wanted to email me, uh, my email is CarmenWirtz, uh, the number five, at gmail.com. Love it. And Wirtz is W-U-R-T-Z. Unless you're seeing this yes. video right now, our names are right there. So <laughs> why is she spelling it? Oh, okay. Thank you so much for coming on, everyone. We hope that you have a very good week. Feel free to reach out if you're feeling, feeling discouraged in any way. It's easy to get there. PT, is it seems overwhelming if you're a student at first, but then you'll be fine. And then if you're a person who's been practicing for a long time and is feeling burnt out or just like the dance PT is out of out of reach, it's not. It's never. It never is. So please don't ever give up hope. Thank you for coming on. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Bye.